T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything, Nick. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All frozen monkey sounds in there are called good. The old like, Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon. Happy Monday, everybody. Uh, this is usually where Danny makes his... Merangatang noise, but he's still out. He has the the hip surgery, and look, we're 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 hoping everything's okay, but we've not been able to contact Danny today. And the probably the most suspicious thing is that his Twitter account has not been active in fifteen hours. Ooh, it makes you wonder if if Mrs. Merang has already mm. had enough of his shenanigans and offed him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. We can. That's. Uh, I guess that's where we're at. I guess I guess that's where we're at. Uh, but he is not here. Hopefully we will catch up with him uh, at some point today for our daily check-in to see uh, how Danny's feeling um, as he's just been laid in bed, just recovering from I, I don't even I don't even begin I don't even know where to begin on how much that probably hurts right now. I, yeah, I don't no idea. Yeah. But we're here. We had a great weekend. Uh, at least I did. You have a good weekend, Rusty? Yeah, hit the old Monster Jam Friday night. Oh, hells yeah. We were there, too. I saw you. Mm-hmm. I saw you. You were like one section over. Gotcha. Um, I could not get to you. I looked around for you, too. I was like, I don't see Dusty anywhere. Yeah. I uh, I saw you over there, and I saw you guys were like an hour late. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hour plus. Yeah. Yep. And we would have been right there with you. I don't know what was going on. It took us forever to get into Moda Center. Yeah. Traffic was standstill. Effed. And we got there. We we actually left super early because I was like, I don't even know. I, I don't know. We're getting downtown, rush hour traffic. We left so early. We We gave ourselves a big runway to get there. And it was just like everything around Moda getting into the parking structures was just standstill. And we were stuck on the steel bridge for 45 minutes. At yeah. least 45 minutes. We were at the west end of the Broadway Bridge, I think by like 6.45 or so. And we didn't. I think we finally made it into Moda just shortly after 8 o'clock. Okay. We did not make it to a parking structure, right? Mm-hmm. We, we parked our car under an overpass right next to a convention center, next to a row of tents. Uh, ooh. Dicey, Brave. 
<laughs> dicey. Yeah. Dicey situation. I'm here to report. Uh, I, I don't think anybody moved from those tents. Like, we saw no people around. Uh-huh. Car was fine. Everything was fine. That's good. And um, But we, we decided, like, we are going to be stuck in this because we could see Moda, mm-hmm. right? You're coming off of the bridge. Yes. And we're, like, on the down, we're on the down wave from the bridge. And I'm looking at Moda going, we haven't moved in 15 minutes. Like, there's no way we're going to make it in here. So we went and uh, we rolled the dice on our parking situation. Turned out everything was fine. Uh, car parked a okay. Yeah, no issues. Yeah, um, and we ended up just hoofing it in, and we made it there right as as Monster Jam was starting. I would say it was probably an eighth full. Yeah, it was like an eighth full. But then uh, didn't know you don't know if you know this or not. They have halftime at Monster Jam. Ooh. That was new. We got there after that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and um, halftime. After halftime is when it it filled up, and it by the time you got there, it was full. Yeah, it, it was full at that point. But yeah. it was that was an awesome night. It was yeah, lots of fun. Once we finally got in, because yeah, we waited forever, and then yeah. finally got up to the Moda Center garages, and they're like, they're full. You got to go park at the convention center. Yeah, and that's one of the things that like we're getting Texas it says Steel Bridge has been like that nearly every game this season. It's extremely inf- infuriating. That's one of the good things about like uh, when you're covering a game is that you get there so early, you don't deal with much traffic you yeah know? exactly and uh that like you're, you're there for a really long time but you don't you don't deal with traffic yeah. and that's like man if i'm if i'm doing going to games and stuff with the way the parking is like riding the max makes a, a lot of sense no kidding huh? that's like the rare occasion i will say that yeah but it, it really does because the traffic is just insane yeah. around there. Well, I think it turns out, too, it was a double event night there. I think there was a concert of some sort at the VMC. So. Oh, I wonder who was playing at the VMC. I'm not sure. Because I checked it, because as we were sitting on the on the bridge, I was like, is, is are the Winterhawks playing? Winterhawks were out of town. Uh, they were, I think, in Everett this past weekend. So I, I had nothing. I We were just sitting in traffic, and it was boring. Yeah. Boring. Yep. Yeah, that was um, really fun. So yeah, Mo- Monster Monster Jam on Friday, and then on Saturday, uh, it had a, had a cool thing. So I coach football at Banks High School, mm-hmm. small town. Um, really, if you don't know where Banks is, uh, it's the last exit before the beach. Yeah, on Highway Twenty Six. <laughs> yep. Like, here you go. <laughs> and if you miss that exit, you're turning around in Seaside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, in it's a really it's a it's a great community. I love the community, and it is very tight knit. And so the girls' basketball team was playing in the three uh, A state championship game. Awesome. And so had a bunch, and it, that's down in Coos Bay. Had had a couple of of other coaches over, and we watched watched them play. And it's really cool now that you can like just stream anything and put it right on the TV. Absolutely. And we were able to watch uh, the Lady Braves win a state title. So congratulations to the Lady Braves. For winning their first state title in a hundred and two year history of the high school. Oh wow, girls nice. basketball. Yeah. That's awesome. So that was a that was a fun little night too. Absolutely. So it was it was a great weekend all the way around. Yeah. And it was uh that night was one of those um no mom nights. Gotcha. Yeah, she she went and had a girls weekend. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my house was Thunderdome. <laughs> What, did you get suckered into any uh, sleepovers or anything too? No. No. No 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 no. 
But uh, we all know how this goes. Uh, rules go out the window. Yes. Uh, all the norms are gone. Yeah. Let's take advantage of dad night. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Yeah. They ran roughshod. <laughs> I mean, it was, look, when usually we got man-to-man defense, right? Mm-hmm. We got two-on-two two in that house. Yeah. When you're playing zone, you get beat deep. <laughs> you don't want to get beat deep. But when it happens, it's a touchdown, man. And you just got to be a corner in these situations. You're supposed to keep everything in front of you. But sometimes you blow a coverage. And it, it, it they scored a few times, man. <laughs> they, they got over the top, and I was... I mean, I was the I was that slow white corner on the outside that they said that's our Huckleberry, and they got me, man. They ran two through my zone a few times. Were, were they calling you toast? They, they caught me with eye candy. Like I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna jump this out." Nope, over the top, over the back. What am I doing here? <sighs> but I made it. You made it. I made it out you alive. Survived. And that's the important part. Absolutely. The important part is you make it out. You don't let them eat you alive. Right. And that that happened. We got it, man. We got it. So, uh, oh, it's tough. It's tough. It's hard out there, man. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I can, <laughs> I can only imagine with you or two also. Yeah. Little man. I'm lucky at least. The, the two girls, they keep it a little bit easy. I don't know what I would do if we had a boy. Girls are wired differently. Yeah. 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 If uh, you know what you would do if you if you had a boy, you you wouldn't have a second if that boy came first. I can't. There, <laughs> right. There's a whole give and take here situation that I am just so glad we have uh, the oldest is 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 our girl because our boy, woo boy, <laughs> he's a lot. Yeah. Uh, this text says I thought there was an accident on the steel bridge that held everything up. No, uh, nope. Yeah. No, nope. the Broadway Bridge was a standstill too. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what was going on, but it was just stopped. Yeah, everywhere. So uh, give yourself a, give yourself a little extra time. Do that. Um, I will say the only thing that was a little dicey in our parking situation, outside of like when you leave the car not knowing uh, if it's going to be there yeah. when we got back, was or uh, even in the same condition if it is still there. You know, this is kids, this is parenting to a T right here. We walk out of the Moto Center. We are out of the Moto Center. And my son looks at me and goes, I got to pee. <laughs> of course. He's like, well, bud, can't really go back in now. Nope. <laughs> and he's like, well, I really, and of course, like, I really have to go now. It's like, yes. This would have been helpful one minute ago, bud. Yeah, exactly. So we hoof it on over, and we're next to the car, and I'm like, well, you got to go now. Yeah. And he was looking at me like, this isn't the time or place. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's how I felt five minutes ago when we walked out of Moda Center, and you told me you had to pee. So you're going to go pee. We were across the street from uh, from the, uh, what do they call them, urban campers? Mm-hmm. Sure. That works. Uh, and he's just peeing in a bush right there. And he, at first, he was terrified. And then I got to tell you, he thought it was the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> peeing on the ground, <laughs> just on a bush. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was that was just like I just hope now's not the time that somebody comes. I was like, hey, <laughs> great. Can't stop this one now. Nope. All right. <clears throat> Good weekends all around. We got a sports show for you today. 
Uh, we got a little NBA. We had the combine over the weekend. It was actually sports gave us a lot. And the NFL is actually filling our bucket right now because Mm -hmm. it seems to be like a steady flow of news coming out today across the National Football League where you got Derek Carr signing a four-year, $150 million deal. That'll be great. Yeah, Uh, He's heading to Nolens. He's going to play for the Saints. Um, Automatically, he becomes the best quarterback in that division? Yeah. And, like, it's kind of not close. Has he ever been the best quarterback in his own division? Not in the AFC West, he wasn't. Uh, No, no. Another week where we get to talk about Ja Morant uh, doing something stupid. This one has got him on the sidelines now. Oh, man. Yeah. What an idiot. Yeah. (laughs) Just, that's, yeah. About sums it up. I saved you a segment. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there you go. No, there's a lot more layers to this. There, There is. Yes. There is a lot more. This is layered with Ja Morant. Because uh, it's not just easy as easy as, hey, uh, be smarter. <laughs> Obviously, if uh, that would have worked, uh, somebody has already said that to John Morant. Uh, we wouldn't have these continual missteps from John Morant. So he out, he gone. Um, and then we got Blazers, too. Hey, hey. What is happening? Good. Not a good win. A win. Yeah, I mean, yeah, technically. No. No, it is. <laughs> yeah, technically it is. Um, but we're getting some mixed messages here. Yeah. We don't we're, we're not we're not quite sure what's going on, but the Blazers uh found a way yesterday in Orlando. Um and I think that that sentence right there is probably why there is confusion among Strip City fans is because this is a found a way to win in Orlando type team, not a trying to make a push for the playoffs type team because guess what? The Lakers are trying to make a push for the playoffs. They beat the Warriors. Blazers didn't do that last week. And so th- there's a there's a conundrum going on right now of where the Blazers are at and uh what that ceiling looks like. So we got we got a lot to get to. Plus oh our our uh, worst day on the web. Boy oh boy. The NCAA is back at it again. So uh, we have that coming up for you at one thirty. We'll get we'll check in with all the local guys and how they did at the combine because uh, it was a big weekend in Indianapolis and uh, some really truly great performances and uh, a couple head scratchers uh, from Oregon and Oregon State. Uh, but where we got to start this thing? Let's do it. The turnover bug hit the Blazers. Hey, but they still white knuckled their way to a win. Danny and Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
Rusty on the fan. Okay, I got a couple of updates for you here. Um, you, my friend, are an elephant over there. You do not forget things. Uh, you have remembered that you did double Yacht Rock this I am, week. I am taking my Yacht Rock back after skipping it on Friday. Yeah, because uh, Will Ortner had very little knowledge of 80s or 90s television, which is yeah. not surprising for a guy born in, born in 2012. In... <laughs> <laughs> I think he's like a 98 or 99. I think he said 97. 97. Yeah. 97. Okay. Yeah, that's not that surprising, but uh, he got a couple. So now he did. You he did better yacht, than I thought. You get a Yacht Rock Monday and a Yacht Rock Friday. There we go. Um, and then Danny is alive. Yes. He has we have proof of us. life. Um, he said that he has been passed out uh, <laughs> and he's awake now. So we'll catch up with Danny at some point today. Uh, what I'm going to have to have us do is we're going to have to um, check to see what state he's in before we call him. Though. Yes. Because, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 dumb bo- the dub button can only go so far back it, and it really needs can. time to rebuild. It really can. Uh, Trailblazers in the midst of their six-game road trip right now. Uh, they took an L to start the bad boy in Atlanta. Um, they followed it up yesterday. They go to Orlando, and they white-knuckle their way to a 122-119 victory. Uh, as the great Bill Shonley would always say, you've got to make your free throws. And the Blazers did down the stretch, and that was great to see. Um, the, you had Jeremy Grant going 7-for-7. Seven seven. Dame did the Dame thing and went 17-of-20. Uh, Eubanks went 3-for-4 from the line. It was good to see in situations where you have must-makes, they got those makes at the free throw line. Outside of that, man... There wasn't a whole lot of reassuring um, sights from the Blazers game. The, it was a turnover fest coming out of the gate. They had 12 turnovers in the first half. Yeah. And think about that. You're talking about a 24-minute half of basketball. Bla- but NBA games are 48 minutes long. They had 12 turnovers in the first half. Every other minute, they turned the ball over. And it seemed like it was way more than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really did. But they cleaned that up in the second half. And I, I guess I will say a, a little bit of a silver lining is that despite the fact that they gave up 31 points in that fourth quarter to Orlando, you saw pivotal defensive plays made. And that that is good to see. Dame had a steal uh, where he kind of baited him into uh, on the near side, free throw line extended out to three point, baited a pass, picked it off, went the other way. You had Matisse Thibel doing Matisse Thibel things, and I continue to truly uh, every single every time I watch him, I like watching him play more and more. Mm-hmm. And then Cam Reddish again. I mean, he's he's putting up his shots, man. Yeah. But that's what these games are made for, and uh, they ended up white knuckling a win. And I think though that that is the issue with what the Blazers are are going through right now is this is a team that should be playing in a playoff, playing for a playoff position. And we're talking about white knuckling games against the Orlando magic. And that is, that is of issue because they're 27 and 38. Yeah. And when you look at Orlando, I mean, I had this thought in my head last night and I, I, I'll just throw it out there kind of watching that game. You say Orlando's closer than Portland is, despite the fact that Portland has a legitimate star. 
Portland has a more veteran roster. Orlando, because they're young, they're long, they have a direction. Are they there yet? No. But they have pieces where you go, yeah, they have trade assets that are going to be, because they are long as all get out. Yes. They are young and cheap, and they're going to have a lot of pieces that they can dangle that if they want to and they can pull their heads out as a front office, they can become really damn good really quick. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, between the Bancaro and the Wagner brothers, that's yeah. I mean, that's a solid threesome right there. I like Suggs too. It's gonna take a little bit of time for Suggs. Mm-hmm. Uh but I, I do like Jalen Suggs and he went down with that ankle and you went, Oh yeah. But he's a big, powerful point guard. Um and he can, he will be fun to watch. You know, you just need and I think he, he was like fifty percent from the field yesterday. But you're going to want him to be a, an efficient distributor. They're not going to be bad. And you bring Bull Bull off and uh, Cole Anthony off the bench right now. Like you sit there and you go, I, I can see the vision of Orlando right now. Yeah. You can see the direction and you can you can see where they want to be. It's almost hard to watch Bull Bull play. Like yeah. I pucker up every time I see him like move or cut to the hoop because it just looks like he's going to break. Oh, sure does. Well, he's, I mean, he's, he's big, but he's athletic though. And that's why you sit there and you're like, is this going to be the play where he comes crumpling down to the ground? Right. And I think we're just used to watching his dad kind of do things the slower. Yes. You know, Manute Bull had a lot of that too. When you'd watch him run the break, you're like, this does not look natural. Um, And Bull Bull has, has a lot of that, but he is, he, he is freakishly athletic. I mean, it is. But I have that that same idea that you're going through, too, which is like those big, long legs look like they're going to snap in half at any given second. Like a Sean Livingston moment or something, you know? Oh, don't give me that. That was bad. Um, But the Blazers having to white-knuckle a win against an Orlando team is not where you want to be March 4th. No. And here we are March 5th. They got a back-to-back in Detroit. And with what it took to beat Orlando, it's going to take a little bit more if they're going to want try to tread water and keep pace because Anthony Simons ruled out again tonight. You still don't have Yusuf Nurkic in that lineup. Still this, no Winslow. This is hard. I mean, yeah. this in in Justice Winslow. I, I've kind of resided myself to the fact that are we going to see him again? I don't know. Well, which it all kind of comes down to. So what what exactly are we doing here? Yes. What are we doing? I mean, they're they're thirteenth. Granted, they're, they're a half game out, I believe, of the uh, the play in. Mm-hmm. But I mean, is that what we're is that what we're aiming for? It's just eking into the play in. See, and this is where I, I go to with Portland. You, you cannot pull the reins back on Damian Lillard and say, "No, you know, we're going to roll you out there, but we're not playing for anything." And Watching him play, I, I said this immediately after the All Star break when we came back on that uh, on that Monday. Mm-hmm. I said, watching Dame take twenty threes in the All Star game was like, that's probably what it's going to take for the Blazers to to win in this this back quote unquote half of the season, the final third of the season. And with that, you go. It took every single one of Damian Lillard's forty one points to beat the Orlando magic. Yes. He had an inefficient night, but that's what it's going to take is like these Herculean efforts that he's playing at a clip that we have never seen him play before. Heck he's on one of those historic runs scoring wise. Yeah. In the NBA that very few have been able to match. 
and the fact that you're doing that to hang on to a, a spot in the playing round that doesn't that doesn't compute for like you know the the strategy of what you want to do as a franchise on what's the best path moving forward. And I would say that you know pre trade deadline. I was, well, you can't tank because Neil O'Shea left you with that pick that doesn't convey right. until you make the playoffs over and over and over again. And that is a problem. And if you don't know what that is, Neil O'Shea put protections on a pick and that Larry Nance Jr., the, the trade that brought Larry Nance Jr. to Portland. So they have to convey a draft pick to Chicago. And the only way you do that is if you make the playoffs. It's lottery protected and it's through 2029's draft. This is a big problem for the Blazers because if you ever want to go and improve your roster, you need to trade a future first-round pick. You cannot do that because technically the NBA says the Blazers do not own a draft pick. So that is why you would want to scratch and claw, and I say pre-trade deadline, I was like, you got you got to fight for that. Well, here's the thing. The Blazers went out and they traded Josh Hart and they got a first-round pick. Yeah. So you can trade a first-round pick now. Right, you can trade the Knicks' first round pick and yours um, for this year if you don't make the playoffs. So you can do that, and that is that's something that I, I think you, you really need to start thinking about and looking at because you ask a really good question: what What are you playing for right now? In that hunt and in the thick of it, you've got Utah, the Lakers, the Thunder, and the Blazers, and. Right now, the Lakers, they just beat the, the Warriors without LeBron James, which is wild to me right. and good on them. Um, Although that wasn't L.A., though, is, right? He is injured, and it was, but it was Steph Curry's return. Yeah. You know? And they are a terrible, terrible road team this year. Well, it's not like the Blazers are much better. No. I mean, what, they, they improved to six games under five hundred with that win yesterday? Yes, sir. And they've got, they're continuing this. They're only... They'll be halfway through that six-game road trip tonight as they go to Atlanta. Well, and even with all the scratching and clawing, they've lost five of their last seven. It's been over a month since they won consecutive games. Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? You're trying to get in because you got Damian Lillard on the floor. And if you do that, that is a guy who is not going to throw up the red flag. Yeah, He is alluded to. He knows He knows kind of what the situation is. And you got to stay in it for as long as you can in that regard. Um, if that makes sense, he, for Damian Lillard, for the sake of Dame, you say we are we're going to stay in this hunt as long as we can. But you yeah. have nights where, well, we could be looking at it tonight for goodness sakes, because they go to Detroit on the second of a back to back and Orlando to Detroit back to back. Which this was they they bumped this game up because. Uh, Blazers were supposed to have an off day. Oh, that's right. But uh, Detroit had a had a game snowed out against a Milwaukee somebody. I don't know. Well, yeah, because they couldn't get out of Dallas. Yeah, and so they had to smash that bad boy as a back to back. Orlando, Detroit, less than ideal, right? Yeah. You'd want this back to back to be like you know Detroit, Toronto, right. or Detroit, Milwaukee, or Chicago. Yeah, you don't want this thing to be Orlando, Detroit. It's a very weird back to back, but that's the way it is. The way it is, so um, here we are with with the Blazers, and I, I think your question it, it has credence. It, it really does. The what are we doing right now? And because you're trying to make the plane is what they're trying to do. Well, and there are some other ways where it seems like they're talking out of both sides of their mouth. In the yeah, the merit of that is hard, but this is why because Damian Lillard has said it. Man, you go on a run and look at where you're at. 
they're 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 half game out of the play in, right? That tenth spot. Mm-hmm. They're also only a game out of ninth. You know, you it could just as easily yeah. flip in your you're in that nine spot and in more favorable favorable position. But I am I, uh, I I'm with you. We're a couple losses away, and this was that road trip that Danny and I had been talking about. Mm-hmm. This is that road trip where they assess it after this. And then you see the ripcord being pulled. Yeah. If if this thing goes sideways, they duct taped it together last night, and or yesterday afternoon, and that that was encouraging to see. Um, and you had some, you still have a little bit of these bright spots that you look forward and you say, all right, you might be able to get Cam Reddish back on a favorable deal. Ideally, is he a starter for you? Probably not. Yeah. But uh, Matisse Thibel looks really good. You're, these are all workouts for them. And you're trying to see where they fit in the future, but as it is, uh, Blazers now 30 and 34 on the year, and they are six games under 500 on the road. Six games under 500. Yikes. Yeah. Did you know that there are currently only three teams in the Western Conference with winning road records? You're kidding. No, three teams in three... the Western Conference with a okay. with, with a, uh, that are at least 500 on the road. Okay. I want I want to I want to take a stab at this. I'm not going to look. Uh, three teams with a winning record on the road. I'm assuming that or at least five. Well, I'll say five hundred. Okay, even. five five hundred mm-hmm. or better. Yep. Okay. Okay. I think I have. I think I have a decent idea. Um, because if they got to be, most of them are probably going to be near the top. But I, I, by the tone of your voice, I'm guessing they're not all just one through three. Okay. No, sir. All right. Uh. We'll get to that. Plus, uh, one more NBA musing that involves the Portland Trailblazers and the buyout market after us with SportsCenter. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. All right, uh, Jeff Rust left us with a... A little teaser here. You said three teams in the Western Conference have a 500 or better road record? Correct. Because the Blazers are now six games under 500 mm-hmm. on the road. Uh, okay. I'm going to go Den- De- the number one team in the West has got it. Denver. Denver, you are correct. They are 16 and 15 away from Denver. This does not make me feel better. 16 and 15? 16 and 15. Wait, do, they only have like 19 losses this year. So what's their they're, record they're at home? 29 and four. <laughs> okay, um, I'll go. I remember them being really good on the road early in the year. I'll go. Uh, are the Clippers over 500 on the road? The Clippers are 18 and 18 on the road. Oh, so they are 500. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was my wild card. Now um, I'll go. Got one more. Memphis. No. Memphis is 12 and 20 and, on the road. Oh, oh, eight games under 500. Yes, 26 and 5 at home. Yikes. Um, Phoenix? No, they are 15 and 19 on the road. Get out of town. I cannot. I got to stick around behind this board. All right. Oh, boy. This is tough now because there's, there's your top three seeds, and then the, the Clippers are uh, sitting in. Clippers are at eighth. eighth. Yep. You have not named the top three seeds. You've you've named one, two, and four. Uh, oh, Sacramento. Sacramento is eighteen and thirteen on the road. Wow. 
So those are the only teams with the winning record. Mm-hmm. And for, or, or for not two, or uh, Sacramento also 19 and 13 at home. So almost identical home and road records. Sacramento, man, they've got a little juice right now. They do. It is like and it, good for Mike Brown. Great for Mike Brown. After getting LeBron. Right. It's great for Mike Brown. And everybody's just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Just waiting for the other shoe to drop. But it seems that every turn they, they pass the test. Whether it's uh, they beat the Clippers like twice last week in the, in the past week or something, um, they they're a solid team and they have their flaws. I mean, can you rely on Demontis Sabonis over a seven game series to defend a big? I I don't know. That's a question that I I have. Yeah, but they'll fill it up, man. And with the way that the NBA is being played right now, and the way that they can score, it's. It, He's pretty damn special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's nice to see the because they made the playoffs for what seventeen years. Uh, I want to say yeah, the yeah. Kings. Yeah, it's the longest. And I think Rick streak. Adelman is the only Kings coach that has ever won a playoff game. Big ups or to a series. Rick Adelman, huh? Rick Adelman may be one of the most underappreciated coaches. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. he's a tremendous coach. Yeah, but he never. I mean, never got over the hump. Yeah. Got super close so many times. Got screwed by the officials in in Sacramento as well. Like we talk about the Blazers getting screwed by officials against the Lakers. Yeah, Sacramento did too. Yes, they did. <laughs> that was a super hose job. Um, wow. Okay, so let's get get that again. Only teams with a winning record on the road in the Western Conference. Yes, the Denver Nuggets, Nuggets the number the, number one seed Nuggets at sixteen and fifteen. The okay. number three Kings at eighteen and thirteen, and the number eight Clippers at eighteen and eighteen. Wow. West, uh, the Western Conference, it used to be, man, we used to talk about that and say, remember the conversations of uh, the playoffs shouldn't even involve teams from the East? Remember how bad the East used to be? Yes, they were awful for a long time. Yeah, it turns out they're starting to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, the East is so much deeper right now than the Western Conference is. And well, is it that or is the West we, just all beating up on themselves? I don't know. Um, I think when you look at the top end teams, okay, are you going to trust Denver in the playoffs? Okay, we've seen a lot there. Yeah, we've seen a ton there. Um, Phoenix obviously is that is that one team where you sit there and you go that they are unstoppable now. But they they had their flaws uh, pre trade deadline because yeah. now they can withstand a Chris Paul injury in the playoffs, which it w- will happen. Right. Uh, the Warriors are top end, but they're banged up and kind of just going through it right now. They're yeah. they're like a diesel engine just warming up. Throughout and, the course of this season, and plus they're atrocious on the road. They are, they are one of the worst teams, correct? Seven and twenty-four. Yikes! Uh, I like that you just you've become the road splits guy. You're going to be our big road splits guy. Well, I don't know why I looked at that. I just noticed. I was like, boy, there's just nobody is winning on. The, and I think even yeah. in, in the East, I think there are five teams with uh, five hundred or better road records. I, I think what is interesting about the West, though, is. You do have stars spread out amongst the West, and that is fun to see. Yes, and that goes to your your beating. They're beating each other up, but I think you look at it and you say, "There's championship pedigree in Milwaukee. It looks like you could be a championship contender in Boston if they can get back to healthy." Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers are the biggest wild card in the world. I mean, I, I have zero faith in Doc Rivers or James Harden yeah. at this point. Yeah, neither one of them has ever given you a reason to have any confidence. In them. No, the Cavaliers seem like that young team that will they they will sneak up on somebody, yeah, and they will get them yeah. in, in a playoff series. 
so when they beat Philadelphia, we'll all be like, yeah, yeah, we saw that one coming, right? Yes. Um, and then this Knicks team, nine in a row, man. Yeah, they've won really nine well. straight. And that was a fun game against Boston yesterday, where they erate. They were getting their butts handed to them. Yes, and then. Julius Randle and Emmanuel quickly said, mm, not so fast, my friend. They corsoed the Boston Celtics in Boston. <laughs> they certainly did. And they pulled a not so fast, my friend, and pulled that thing out in double overtime. That was that was an exciting game, man. That was fun to watch. And they're pesky. And Tom Thibodeau, I just hope he doesn't run his guys into the ground before the playoffs start because that's always been his ML, is that his teams will start climbing up and then, boom, they're just wore out come yeah. playoff time. And you had what? Randall, uh, Barrett, and Quickly combining for 98 of the 131 points. Wow. Wow. That's <laughs> bananas. Sheesh. Uh, okay. I, I mentioned the Clippers you just don't trust. Mm-hmm. Another franchise that they've never given you any reason to trust them. Well, the Clippers, the 76ers, and I'm, I'm going to take the Suns out of this now. The Clippers, the 76ers, or the Dallas Mavericks. Power rank your level of trust there in the playoffs. At first, I wanted to say Dallas, and then I was like, oh, that's right, Kyrie. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I just feel like he yeah, he pulls you down, man. The Sixers, Mavericks, or Clippers. Can I, can I just – I'm going to take a zero, teacher. You're going to take just a zero on this. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. I got no faith in any one of those three. All right. I'll go uh, Clippers, 76ers, Mavericks. Yeah. That's my power ranking final answer. Two and three is very hard. We're splitting hair. We're splitting hairs with all three. Yeah. But I'm going to just say yes to the Clippers because somebody has to. <laughs> somebody has to be one. Somebody does. Nick Batum will pull him out of it. P1 John with a great point. Uh, one reason road records are so bad is because the stars all sit out on the road. Yeah, especially these Western Conference teams because you got the aging stars over here too. You know, um, you have the Chris Pauls and, um, well, the, the Clippers where Kawhi just won't play on back-to-backs and they'll just yank him out of road games all the time. The Warriors too, they do the, a lot of that same stuff. Yeah, that's a great point by by uh, P1 John there. All right. Um, we got one little uh, note on the buyout market that uh, the Portland that affects the Portland Trailblazers. Get to that. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. The fan. Laurel Wood Brewing presents our annual basketball tournament party, Fan Madness. It's back, folks, Thursday and Friday, March 16th and 17th at Stadium Sports Bar at a Yes, yes. Fan Madness is at the Stadium Sports Bar at a on the 16th and 17th. Do you know, do you know what day March 17th is there, Jeff? Uh, yeah, my wife and I got in an argument over this like last night. It's St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's Day. She would refuse to believe that it's the same day every year. It... <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, it's like, no, it's... How'd that conversation go? It's March 17th every year. Every single year. Every year. Yeah, St. Patty's Day. I had to give you her... just think it's like a Friday? Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, no. basically. She thought it was always on a weekend. No. Yeah. Oh, no. I know a lot of Wednesdays I've forgotten because it is not on a Friday every year. <laughs> right. All right, uh, but we'll be back at uh, the Stadium Sports Bar at a and A 
the 16th and the 17th. And Thursday and Friday, March 23rd and the 24th, we take Fan, fan Madness to X-Golf in Tualatin and X-Golf Vancouver. Tualatin on the 23rd, uh, Vancouver on the 24th. Uh, we will be there with our show. Isaac and Suk are going to be hosting uh, their show there from each location. Come play hooky with the fan. Fan Madness coming back. Uh, my goodness. Next week. Oh, sweet. Fancy Next Moses. week. Wow. Uh, I'm going to give a spoiler right now. Uh, I will be leaving, and I feel really bad about this. I got to leave right after the show on the 17th because mm-hmm. I go to Bandon. Ooh. I'm driving from Ridgefield, going to Bandon for the weekend. Man. Yeah. We got some golf to play, buddy. Very nice. It's an action-packed uh, St. Patty's Day <laughs> for me. But I'll be there 16th, and I'm going to get there before the show and all throughout the show. So Fan Madness at ALNA, let's do it. And then uh, Fan Madness in X-Golf Tualatin and X-Golf Vancouver the 23rd and the 24th. All right. Um, a, a little note here of uh, for Blazer fans, because this is something that uh, we should all be keeping an eye on, the buyout market, obviously with – uh, the lack of depth that the Portland Trailblazers have at the center position or um, really just size and length in general. Uh, Nerlens Noel hit the out market, and he has agreed to a 10-day deal with the Brooklyn Nets. And that, my friends, is another big body that just is not available. And that goes back to what you were saying, Rust, earlier. It's like, well, what are we doing here? What are we doing? This is a 10-year or 10-day deal yes. that he signed with Brooklyn. Right. And um, so no guarantee of a second I, 10 day. I do know that the Blazers did kick the tires on on Nerlens. Mm-hmm. This may be him wanting to go to Brooklyn, wanting to be in that big market. Yeah, because uh, he wasn't necessarily thrilled on being in Detroit. Yeah. Well, in Detroit. clearly, I, th- I think a better chance at winning in Brooklyn than here in Portland. You think? Yeah, you think um, so he is out and off that buyout market. And uh, that's a, in another you know, he's seven footer. He hasn't yeah. played a lot this year. No, nope. but this team needs bodies. Yes, big bodies, and they don't have. And they also roster spots are, are an issue too. And that was going to be a big hurdle for Portland because they do have their fit complement of fifteen. Now, you know, could you could you be would you be okay if you're Portland saying, hey, you know. I'm not sure really what we're doing here with John Butler Jr. going up and down between the G League and, and yeah. here. Or uh, was uh, Abu Baji? Yeah. 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 You can uh, the, you can just get rid of guys, and but you're at 15, so you'd have to cut somebody. Yeah. And uh, they're not making that move, which that should lead you to believe, though, this is what Portland's plan is, to take a look after this six-game road trip, which it will be halfway done with tonight. Uh, after they play the Detroit Pistons, yeah, it's then they just, could make a call on the tank or not, right? Uh, well, if you're, are we waiting too long to make that call? No, no, because you don't think so? the, no, the reality of it is is that you're not catching San Antonio, which is sixteen and forty nine. They're they are fourteen games worse <laughs> than the Blazers are right now. Yes, okay, so uh, and a half. Yeah, yeah, okay, fourteen and a half. <laughs> You're not going to be, you know, running down a team like that in the tankathon, and you already are worse than, um, you know, the 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 Bulls. Maybe would that tiebreaker last night against the the, the Magic helped? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, this is where they're at, and the the odds have flattened in the lottery, so it's not as beneficial to tank anymore. You've got seven teams, seven teams with a worse record than you currently. Yeah, yeah. and then you are also tied with the Thunder 
and the Wizards. Yeah. Okay. And in they, terms of winning percentage. And this is the thing, though. You're still one game away from being ninth. So yeah. so you're not waiting too long for it. You got to play this thing out and see where you're at. You see where you're at after the six game trip, and then uh, you have the ninth toughest schedule remaining in the entire NBA. Well, then isn't that then where you start tinkering around with trying to see what you've got in Cam Reddish and whatnot instead of yeah. limiting like Nasir Little's minutes? You know, I mean, it, it's it seems weird that you're trying to both look for the future and play for the right now at the same time. Yeah, but you won't get a fair assessment of Cam Reddish, Matisse Thibel, and Nasir Little if they're not at least playing alongside Damian Lillard for some, right. uh, you know, extended periods of time. I feel like I think we're getting that. I feel like we're, they're probably already pretty sold on Matisse Thibel. They should be. I am. I love that guy. Yeah. I, I love Matisse Thibel. I'm a Matisse Thibel. Uh, P1. I am a fan of <laughs> Thibel. I like him a lot. Uh, I like it. I like the way that he plays. Uh, if he can shoot the lights out, if they can, if they can have that consistency, really, uh, that he's showing in, in stretches here. He had a rough one yesterday. Um, it, but if he can give us a little bit of of what we've seen in those flashes more consistently, this is, stop me if you've heard this one before, Blazer fans. We're looking for consistency. Um, Weird, but confidence in in the green light is a huge one for him, and he's getting it here in Portland. He's he said as much. Uh, that has been beneficial to him in in kind of thriving uh, in the early goings of his Portland tenure. All right, uh, there's our number one. Let's talk some football, shall we? Uh, Derek Carr, he's got a new home. But the devil's in the details. Danny Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.